Hey guys, it's Melissa here with MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today's podcast is titled, Life is a Dance. And the reason that I titled it that is because dancing is supposed to be something that's fun, right? It's supposed to be an enjoyable thing. And it doesn't really matter if you know how to dance. Look out on a dance floor sometime. There are some people who are out there and they just look amazing like they've been professionally dancing for years. And then there are people out there who really don't have much rhythm at all, but they're just having an awesome time. Like you can see that everyone that's out there is having fun. And that's what life is supposed to be like. However, there are some people, when you look out on the dance floor, who get too caught up in, I have to look like I know what I'm doing, or I feel awkward because I feel like I don't know how to dance, or I know I don't have rhythm. So when you look out there on the dance floor, those people are not having as good a time. Like They just look like they're in pain and they're embarrassed. And dancing should just be something that you enjoy, right? I mean, even if it's not something you do regularly, when you get out there and the music takes you over, it should not even matter. You should just move your body and just have fun. The fact that you can have a blast burning calories is awesome enough that everybody should want to do it. But I get that whole awkwardness. I remember when I was in junior high, we had TP. There's a place that you could go, and it was just for junior high students. I think they let high school students go too, but none of the high school students really ever went. It was all junior high, and they had a big dance floor, and I remember sometimes there would be guy-girl dances, but mostly it was just girls all out there dancing, and then the guys just standing in the corner staring at them. And there were always a few girls who looked like they were a little embarrassed to be out there. And if a girl pulled a guy out onto the dance floor, it was embarrassing, you could tell. And I feel like some people go through life with reckless abandon. Like the people who get out there and dance like nobody's watching, they're just having the most awesome time. And they don't care what anybody thinks about them. They're just in the moment, right? Like, I'm having an awesome time. This is fun. I love this song. And they just look like they're having fun. And it's fun to watch people like that. And then you have the people who are painfully shy and a little awkward and they aren't really moving too much. And you can tell like they don't even look like they belong there on the dance floor. And if this is you, I understand. This was me in junior high. Like I was totally embarrassed to be on the dance floor. I didn't want to dance in front of anybody because I knew... Well, I didn't know if I had rhythm or not. I just never danced. So when I went out and got on the dance floor, I just felt like an awkward, embarrassing, prepubescent nightmare, right? I was just so full of anxiety, and I was so self-conscious. And a lot of the people who are out there, that's what they look like. They look exactly how I felt and how I knew I felt when I was out on the dance floor, Can you imagine, though, living your life afraid 
to just let loose and have fun. But I feel like that's how many of us go through our lives. We go through life awkwardly with anxiety and worried all the time about what other people are thinking about us and how we look and people are going to know that we don't know what we're doing. So we're not having fun. Instead, we're just sitting there watching everyone else to see who's watching us. And that's not an enjoyable way to live. When you feel like you're in this fishbowl and everyone is watching you, that's not fun at all. You know, sometimes as a teacher, when I stand up in front of a room full of teenagers, there are times when I can feel self-conscious, like when I have to teach the word for cell phone in Germany, or in German, excuse me, the word is actually handy, H-A-N-D-Y. Well, you can imagine the laughs that gets, right? And I have to try to, you know, change the subject quickly and make it like it's not a big deal. But even in moments like that, I still feel like all eyes are on me and they're like looking and and what am I going to say and what am I going to do? So you have that like anxiety filled moment, right? Like everybody's staring at me. And that's how I used to feel when I first started teaching. And now I'm just like, whatever, you know, if a kid cracks a joke or says something, I just like, I have a way of just brushing it off and we laugh and then we move on. Because I know it's not a big deal. It's a teenage sense of humor and the maturity level and who cares? In any way, it's not a big deal. And that's how really we should be in life. Like we shouldn't care so much what other people think about us. We shouldn't care that other people might think we don't know what we're doing. It's funny to me because whenever I first started this podcast and I wondered, you know, who's going to listen? Who wants to hear me talk about life? I wondered, you know, if I mess up, do I need to start over? Do I need to re-record things? And, you know, the only time I really do that is if Nala gets in one of her moods and starts barking, I will re-record But sometimes you'll hear background noise in my recordings, and it's just because I don't have a studio. I'm in my home. If a loud noise happens outside or the dogs decide to start running, you hear their nails on the floor. It's the imperfection of life, you know? Life is what it is. It's imperfect. And the thing is, people aren't waiting for you to show up to be perfect for anything. They're not waiting for you to be a perfect dancer when you go out on the dance floor. They're just looking for someone to live life with, you know, to have fun with. And when we feel like we have to be perfect, like if, if I don't know exactly what I'm doing, then I don't want to be there for somebody else. And the universe is saying, people are waiting for you to just show up. Just show up. Somebody, and I I love this example, but if you think about where you are now and think about where you were six months ago, there's somebody who was where you were six months ago who is waiting to be where you are now. And isn't that a powerful statement? 
I mean, I remember a year ago, it's actually been over a year ago, but I remember when I kept thinking to myself, how am I going to help people? Like, what am I going to do? And that was one of the things my mentor said. She said, well, you're not where you were a year ago. And the people who are coming to find you, who need you, need your help, they're where you were a year ago. And you know how far you've come then. And you know what you've done to get there. And that's how you're going to help them. So you need to just show up and live your life and not worry about how you look or that you have to be perfect. And the other reason that I love the analogy of life being like a dance is that sometimes we have to sit down and take a break now and then. I remember my sister and I went to a fundraiser and it was a chicken and beer dance and they had a DJ. And we both started getting up to dance because they were playing every song from the 90s that we just absolutely loved. So we were getting up and we were dancing and just having a great time. But you can only dance for so long before you have to stop and go get water and take a little break as your feet get tired. But we were trying to dance as much as we could. And life is like that too. You know, you can't constantly be up and be, you know, positive all the time because life happens. So sometimes we have to sit down and take a break, but it's all about getting up again, getting back in there and dancing once again. You know, my mom always used to play this song for me, I Hope You Dance. And I love that and I love the words to the song because it talks about, I hope you never lose your sense of wonder. You know, some people get so comfortable in life that they never go out and explore anything else. They get comfortable in a career, in a relationship. And it's like they never go out to see, is there anything more out there than just this? That's why I love traveling. I love it because you can be anywhere. And when you travel, it's like you can start the morning in a place where the weather's crappy and you can travel in a few hours and be somewhere where the weather's beautiful and sunny. It's like a change of scenery, which everyone needs sometimes. And it's learning about new cultures, different foods, different customs. And I love that about traveling. I always hope to instill in my students and in my children that traveling is so important because really that's how we see the world. It's how we learn firsthand how things truly are all over the world. And I feel like when we say that you should dance, that life is a dance, it means taking every opportunity that comes your way to experience life to its fullest. How many times do we sit and say, Well, I didn't really, I didn't live my life to its fullest because these opportunities came along and I was too afraid to take them. I was too afraid to get up and dance. And I don't want anyone to go through life regretting, not taking a chance, not doing something that would set their soul on fire simply because they were afraid to try. And the message that I'm getting loud and clear for people is that the universe doesn't want you to sit on the sidelines 
The universe doesn't want you to sit and watch everyone else have fun dancing while you're over there sitting down wishing that you were up there dancing. And so so many times, all too often, we just, we underestimate ourselves, you know? I've seen that. The last few posts I've had on Facebook were about being brave enough to start even when you don't know what you're doing and even if you think you're not going to be perfect. I think so many people underestimate how good they actually would be or how good they are at whatever it is they want to do so they just don't even try. I've worked with several clients who wanted to do healing work or wanted to start their own business and the only thing that was holding them back and keeping them stuck was themselves. They were doubting their own abilities and doubting that they could be helpful to people or that anyone would want to go to them or that what they were doing was even working. And I told the one client that I worked with, I said, you know what, the only thing that's going to make you better and to build and grow your confidence is to practice. You've got to get the word out and you've got to practice on people and not that you have to you know, give a whole free hour session away. That's not what I mean by any means. But you know how when you go to Sam's on sample day, I mean, I used to love that as a kid. People would be around with all of these free samples of the desserts or of new frozen things that they were trying. And now as an adult, sometimes we go to a local grocery store and they have sample day for wine and beer. And it's amazing and I love it. It's so much fun to go and just try new things. And that's, you know, if you're wanting to be a business owner, you want your business to grow, you've got to get out there and show people who you are and what you can do. And when they get that little sample, that taste of like, oh my gosh, I had a 15 minute session with this person and it was amazing. So imagine what an hour session could do. And then when you get the feedback from those people of that session with you was so totally amazing. That's what builds your confidence. I mean, we should know anyway that we're awesome. Like the universe is like, why do you not know this by now? You're freaking amazing. You should know that. But I know that many of us don't. We doubt it and we allow our ego, our ego to come in and tell us that we don't have what it takes, that we're not good enough. I mean, I do it myself. I've will be the first person to tell you that sometimes I allow my ego to come in and tell me that I'm not a good parent, that I haven't done enough. And the truth is, I'm not perfect, but I don't know any perfect people. But I've worked my butt off. And anyone who knows me will tell you that. And it's not because I'm doing it for no reason. Obviously, I love my children very much. And I know who I am. And anyone else coming in to tell me any different, that's not acceptable to me. Because now I know that's just BS. I know how sometimes at night I go to bed exhausted because I just don't even have anything left to give. I know that's how hard I've worked for things. So I am learning to value who I am and to know my worth and that was a process for me a year ago if you would have said you know describe your worth or 
what do you think of yourself, my answer would have been completely different. And today, if you would ask me certain things that, you know, well, if this person doesn't value you, are you still going to talk to them? No. No, I'm not going to talk to a person who doesn't see my worth. I'm not going to spend any time with that. I'm not going to be around people who drag me down. Because I see my own value and my own worth. And it's amazing because I've said this a million times, but I'm going to continue to say this because my point is that anybody can achieve their dreams. But when I started this podcast, I didn't have any kind of confidence that anyone was going to listen to me. And I think the first podcast, maybe maybe seven people did. And I was ecstatic that seven people listened. I'm like, seriously? I had seven people who listened because there were people I didn't know. It wasn't my family members. My family members were not the ones listening. I was like, oh my gosh, seven people that I don't know just listen to my podcast. That's amazing. And now, of course, it's much more than that. And it's growing every day, and I love that. And people send me messages that are so lovely and beautiful thanking me for doing the podcast. And I had no idea what it would end up being or what it's continuing to be. None. But if I had let my shakiness, my uncertainty about it stop me, you'd never hear episode 200 and whatever I'm on now because I would be like, no, I don't want to continue. Only seven people listened. But that wasn't the attitude I had. The attitude I had was, oh my gosh, seven people listened. And it may seem funny, but it's a big deal. And I treat everything like it's a big deal because it is. Because I'm grateful and thankful for every opportunity that comes to me. And I feel like when you look at people who really know how to truly value and enjoy their lives, that's how it is. Think about the people out on the dance floor dancing. They're just dancing and having a great time. They're not noticing the other people who are watching them. They're not noticing that the person next to them is a better dancer or that the person behind them has no rhythm. They don't care because they're just living in the present moment and truly, truly enjoying it and being grateful for it. And I think that's what it's all about. And the universe is saying, listen, we have given you all of this many wonderful opportunities and blessings in your life. Are you going to take them? Or are you going to sit on the side complaining about what you don't have or what you're not seeing or how your life isn't fair? Because it's easy to do that. It's easy to sit and say, this isn't fair that this happened. And I know, I've definitely done that myself. I played the victim for a long time. Nothing was fair. Did it fix my situation? No. Did it make me feel better? Nope. Did it do anything positive for me? No. Did I sound like a huge whiner? Yes probably annoyed some people, but it didn't do anything that helped me. And my point is this, you can choose to sit on the sideline and watch the world pass you by, watching everyone else dancing and having a good time, 
or you can get up and join them. You can find out what this being happy to be alive business is all about because we create our reality, whether or not you actually realize that, but you have a choice in every situation to sit and be like, I'm mad, I'm a victim, I'm angry, I'm, I'm sad, I'm this, I'm that. All of these negative emotions, which aren't going to change your situation. In fact, it's probably just going to be calling more of that same, same negative crap into your life. Or you can decide that no matter what's happening around you, you're going to enjoy your life. And I know that people probably are sitting there listening going, what is she talking about? How can you enjoy your life when crappy things are happening? I know that sounds odd. But even when bad things happen to you, you have a choice about how you're going to react to it. Are you going to allow it to ruin your life or are you going to realize that it's one moment? It's probably not going to change your life that much. Not a big deal and you can move on. Because when you find things to be happy for or happy about, and you find your true joy and peace, more stuff comes rolling in for you to be happy about. Life totally changes when you start looking at things from a different perspective. You know, there was a quote, and I don't remember it exactly, but it just popped into my head. I read this the other day as I was trying to do a little research and I don't remember who to attribute the quote to and it's not exact, but it said, I was sad about the fact that I didn't have any shoes until I saw a little girl who didn't have any legs. And right then and there, I realized that there's always something to be grateful and happy for. So whatever your situation is, know that there's somebody out there who's experiencing a lot more things than you probably. And the thing is, I find this really interesting. Some people who have the best attitudes in life are the ones who've gone through the most terrible stuff. But it's like they've learned how to survive and they've learned how to take all of the bad stuff and spin it and turn it into positives. And those are the people we see who are so inspirational to us and who accomplish these amazing things. And it's, it's not because they're just so much more gifted than someone else. It doesn't have anything to do with that. It has to do with their determination, their mindset. They've decided that they cannot fail. And you almost have to have that mindset and attitude too of, I can't fail. I cannot fail. And I don't believe in failure anyway. Because to me, failure is just the first attempt in learning. And all that means is, I didn't quite get it this time, so I'm going to try a different way. And I love that. Failing isn't fatal. It's not fatal. 
I don't know why we treat it as though it is. So many times people who attempted to do one thing and failed ended up creating something completely different and better because they did not succeed at their first attempt. And I think we can all learn from that. Don't sit on the sidelines of your life and watch it pass you by. Don't sit there watching everyone else having fun and wishing that that could be you. Take your power back. It's time to get on the dance floor. Start dancing like nobody's watching. All right, guys, I wanted to pull a card for you. And the card I pulled is from the Archangel Oracle deck. And it is Claire Cognizance. It's Archangel Uriel. It says, pay attention to thoughts and ideas that come to you as they are answered prayers. You know, what I think is so funny, and I don't know if any of you have ever experienced this, but there have been times in my life when I had a problem or a situation and I really just could not come up with a solution for it. And so I would just say a prayer. I need help with this problem and I don't know what to do about it. And then I would just let it go. I would just say, okay, okay, I ask for help. Now I wait. And I go to sleep, and in the middle of the night in my sleep, I just, like, the answer just comes to me. Like, just clear as day, like, oh my gosh, this is it. This was it. This is what it was about. This is what I have to do. And I've done that so many times before, even with, um, like, lesson plans for my school, I'll think of how am I going to teach this or how can I, this is kind of a difficult concept. How can I do this? And then I'll just get this idea that pops in my head. And when it happens, I know that it's not, it's not coming from me. It's coming from my team. They're giving me ideas and wisdom and we can get guidance and wisdom from our team anytime. So right now your team is saying, listen, we're answering your prayers those questions you had, that assistance you needed, we're answering it. So pay attention to the signs that come to you because that's us answering your prayers. And I feel like that message was for someone out there for sure. So if you've been talking to your team and saying, listen, I need assistance, they're telling you, we got you, it's coming. Just pay attention to the signs that we're giving you. All right, guys, I love that message and I love all of you. And I want to thank you so much for being a part of my tribe. If you like this podcast, please share it with others. That helps me to spread my message of love and healing to as many people as possible. If you would subscribe to my podcast, that also helps people find me. And it would only take you a second or two, or five, or maybe more. But if you could leave me a review, I would really, really appreciate that. From wherever you're listening, take a moment and just leave some positive feedback, either some stars or a written review. That would help me out a lot, and I really, really appreciate all of you who've already done that. And for those of you that are going to, thank you. My team says thank you, too. My goal is to try to reach as many people as possible, and you are all helping me do that one person at a time, and I am super, super grateful for you. 
If you have not joined me on a Facebook Live, please do so. I've been doing them on Mondays. That's been the day that seems to work the best for me because people don't schedule meetings on Mondays, apparently. So join me. It's usually 5.30 Central Time. But I always will let you know the day of when I'm going to go live, and it's on my Facebook page. So if you don't follow me, you will find the link to my Facebook page in the description of my podcast. You can go there and click on my page and like my page and follow me so you'll know every time I go live. And also, if you need anything from me, if you'd like to work with me, you can contact me. You can email me, text me, call me, message me on Facebook or Instagram. There's so many ways to get a hold of me, and I absolutely do not mind you reaching out. People do it all the time. I love talking to my listeners. So anything you need from me, please don't hesitate to reach out. I would love to work with you. You can either book online through my website or you can just simply contact me and you can book that way. I am perfectly fine doing either one. I want to thank you so much for listening. I hope that you guys have a beautiful day. I am sending you so much love and light and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.